It's the 2022 World Cup. It's the squad update for Tunisia. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Bars Canada. I'm Kevin and today we'll be updating Tunisia's squad for the 2022 World Cup. Uh, the final squads are out, so here is the promised update media cast where we look at the selections, the non-selections, the surprises, and the injury updates that uh, that we made in our full team podcast when we went through all the candidates uh, where we gave career and participation information and formed our predictions there on the likelihood of players making the squad. So today we'll check how accurate our predictions were and we'll update any uh, recent games and information. Uh, check the show notes for links to that full player uh, media cast as well as the uh, group media cast where we took a close look at the team, uh, their history and their prospects for this tournament. But let's get started. If you're looking for the short version, you can jump to the end where we give a summary of uh, the selections and um, injuries, and also we reassess our prediction of starters. All right, well, we are, uh, well, I should explain my shirt first. Of course, I'm wearing a Canada shirt because uh, Tunisia and Canada have the um, common interest of beating Morocco. So naturally, the Canadian shirt was okay. This is just my hokey excuse for not having a Tunisia shirt. And I'm sorry about that. I'll work on my my impoverished collection. And uh, I'm going to move on before I embarrass myself any further. Okay, let's uh, take a look at formation. So we are focused on the uh, recent games here. But we'll, uh, uh, we'll look at the whole picture since the 2021 African Cup in January 2022. Uh, to see if we can kind of see a pattern uh, in their play. So uh, we do see a pattern in their play. Uh, it took them a while um, in the African Cup after going through uh, three different formations in the group stage to arrive at the 4-3-3, which they have uh, strongly preferred uh, since then. So they used it in the two uh, playoff games with Mali. And... Uh, um, they actually used a 442 in the 2023 African Cup qualifying games in uh, June, but went back to the 433 for a couple of friendlies, played in a, a kind of a mini tournament in Japan, a mini international tournament, uh, where they used a 433 in both of their games. And now uh, the recent games, which we're focused on, um, a 4-3-3 in uh, games three and four, and in their most recent game in November, a 3-4-2-1. So switching it up there at the end. Let's take a look at those games. The first one was a, a friendly in France, played against Comoros. Most of Comoros' players uh, playing in France. Uh, that was a one nothing win for Tunisia. And then they played a friendly in France against Brazil, uh, these were both in September, and that was a 5-1 loss. Ouch. Uh, but no surprise against Brazil. Um, and then recently, they played a, a closed-door game in Tehran, Iran, and did well there to win 2-0. Uh, uh, that was the 3-4-2-1 uh, formation. And uh, in terms of players for those, uh, for those games, those last three friendlies, we'll be referring to them as the recent friendlies uh, in this uh, media cast. Um, yeah, not a lot of experimentation there, just uh, maybe switching around the players who they're considering for starters and uh, a few players actually coming back, uh, especially into that last game in November. So we'll talk about them uh, during this podcast. Um, I always say podcast, but I should say media cast because it's also on YouTube. And uh, for those YouTube watchers, we actually do run a little graphic, uh, basically shining up the names that we uh, mentioned uh, mentioned in the media cast. Okay, well, let's uh, begin with the manager, uh, Jalal Kadri. And uh, he has been the manager just since 2022, so uh, uh, taking over recently. Um, uh, the previous manager was, uh, I don't know actually if his contract was up 
or whether they uh, uh, fired him. But um, their, uh, what was it, Sem uh, quarterfinal finish in the uh, 2022 African Cup uh, make that a semi-final finish, actually, which wasn't bad at all. So um, that wasn't a particularly bad finish for them. But nevertheless, they replaced the manager uh, with Dalal Khadri. So uh, um, he has um, been in, in charge for a short time. But we'll call him a starter here, or we'll call him a selection here, uh, because he will remain their manager through the cup. Okay, let's uh, look at goalkeepers. And we have... Um, uh, okay, so what we're going to do here is name the candidates and then we'll say which ones did and didn't make the final squad and we'll finish the section with a summary on the position. So we're starting with goalkeepers and we have definite candidates uh, Bashir Ben Saeed and Eamon Dahman. Uh, we have three possible candidates in Farouk Ben Mustafa, Ali Jamal and Mohamed Sedki Debchi. And uh, we have one player who seems to be off the squad, uh, Muez Hassan. So let's look and see who made it. Uh, definite candidates Bashir Ben Saeed and Eamon Dahman both made the squad. Um, uh, nine, none of the possible candidates uh, made it. So uh, Farouk Ben Mustafa, Ali Jamal and uh, Mohamed Debchi uh, not making the squad. Uh, however, the player who seemed to be off the squad, uh, Muez Hassan, was brought back. So uh, he actually had last appeared for the national team in the December 2021 African Cup. Um, before, um, yes, uh, before unexpectedly being named to the final squad here. So it uh, was not part of the African Cup 2021 in January 2022, but recalled for that, but they outdid themselves uh, one step further by recalling uh, veteran um, Eamon Mathluthi as their as their uh, um, fourth keeper for the cup. So let me tell you a little bit. Actually, we didn't cover Muez Hassan uh, uh, much in the uh, full player podcast because he seemed to be off the squad. So I'll just go over his uh, information. As I said, last appeared for the squad. Uh, in the December 2021 Arab Cup before being uh, called up to the squad here and um, has been on the squad uh, since 2018 with 20 caps. And uh, he's only uh, 27 years old and plays for Club African in Tunisia. He also played in France. He was born in France. Uh, so he played for Stade Brest and Nice in France. Nice was actually his uh, youth club. And he did a, a short stint in England with Southampton in 2017 on loan there from Nice. In terms of tournaments, he was the starter in the 2018 World Cup, Muez Hassan. Uh, but he was subbed out injured uh, just 15 minutes into the game and uh, out for the rest of the tournament uh, there. And um, he was also selected for the 2019 uh, African Cup. And the opposite thing happened there. He was the backup keeper, but he uh, got the starting position for games two to six. So it was a surprise, actually, that he wasn't called up for the uh, 2021 African Cup, a, a shock even. Uh, but here he is, uh, having not participated in any games uh, since the 2021 African Cup, um, here he is back uh, in the World Cup. Uh, the other player, and we're only going to introduce uh, players who we didn't introduce in the previous podcast, is Eamon Mathluthi. So he, Eamon Mathluthi, had uh, last appeared on the bench in March 2019. And uh, he uh, was actually the captain of Tunisia, uh, playing all the way from 2007 to 2019 and had amassed 72 caps. And he's currently uh, 38 years old. Uh, but still playing club soccer for Etoile 
at Twelve to Sahel in uh, Tunisia since 2020, and um, he played um, mostly in Tunisia, but for a couple of teams in Saudi Arabia also during his time. So he's a long history with Tunisia in terms of tournaments. First appearing uh, in the 2008 African Cup, where he was on the roster but saw no action. But he became the starting keeper in 2010 at the 2010 African Cup. Uh, starting all three games there and in the 2012 Cup. Uh, he was actually um, uh, on the bench for the 2013 African Cup, but resumed his starting position in 2015 and was actually the captain of the uh, 2017 African Cup and the 2018 World Cup. Although in that 2018 World Cup, he appeared only in game three, uh, starting that game. Um Yes, uh, starting that game. So uh, both of those players brought in Muez Hassan and Eamon Mathluthi. And uh, 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 maybe not as surprising as the fact that they were brought in was the fact that they were left off if they were still active. Uh, so uh, uh, active. So, uh, I mean, they had been pretty uh, big players for the club. And one wonders why um, uh, they kind of fell out of uh uh, use for the national team. So uh, four goalkeepers there, Bashir Ben Said and Eamon Dahman and uh, Muez Hassan and Eamon Marfluthi. Now I kind of wonder if these uh, uh, veterans were brought back in, excuse me, uh, were brought back in uh, to kind of coach the younger goalkeepers because um, Ben Said and Dahman uh, are both new to the national team since uh, 2021 or 2022 and uh, they have 12 caps between them so um i wonder if the veterans were kind of brought in to support them or whether the veterans will actually uh, take the starting spot and uh, in summary of the keepers uh, still a bit of indecision uh, on the keeper it was ben saeed uh, during and after the african cup that itself was a surprise that the uh, uh, he had kind of just come in and, and seized the starting spot. Um, and he played four games after the um, African Cup. But then Darman played both of the June games. So um, we were wondering, OK, well, where does that leave us uh, for the goalkeeper when we were doing the uh, full player podcast? But Ben Saeed played the first of the September games. And then uh, Darman played the second and the November friendly. So we're still kind of unsure who the starting keeper is going to be. We'll talk about that at the uh, at the end of the podcast, though. So interesting things going on with the goalkeepers there. And uh, let's move on to the defense, starting with central defenders. So here we have a lot of candidates, uh, two definite candidates, Montasar Talbi and Bilal Ifa, the likely candidate Nader uh, Gandri, and then four possible candidates we had in Dylan Braun, Omar Rakic, Adam Ben Lamin, and Alag Graham. Uh, one possible but unlikely in Jasir uh, Kermiri, and uh, a couple of players who seem to be off the squad uh, Mohamed Ali Yakubi and Mark uh, Lamti. Lamti. And uh, we also had one injured player, Yassine Maria, who was kind of on a long-term injury. So uh, to be honest, we weren't sure uh, where he would foot in, uh, fit into the into the squad. He was a veteran, but he uh, was off the team for, for quite a while with um, an injury. And actually, we only discovered in, prepar in preparation for the uh, podcast that he uh, had been injured, but he was over that injury. So we weren't sure where that left him because he wasn't selected for the June games. Uh, anyway, um, I'm jumping ahead of myself a little bit. Uh, well, let's just go through those uh, players again and uh, say who made the squad. So Montessar Dalby and uh, Bilal uh, Ifa are two definite candidates, were selected. Uh, Nader Gandhi, uh, our likely candidate, also selected. Uh, I feel good about this one because even though Dylan Braun hadn't played uh, since the 2021 African Cup, uh, I suspected they might bring him back in. And woohoo, I was right. So ding, one point for me on that one. Uh, however, uh, Omar Rakic was not selected. Uh, Adam Ben Lamine and Ala Graham also, oops, not selected uh, for the squad. Um, in fact, none of the players uh, under here 
uh, except for one were selected. So possible but unlikely Jasir Khmeri uh, not selected and the players who seem to be off the squad, Mohamed Ali uh, Yakubi and Mark Lamptey uh, also not selected. However, the injured player, um, the injured player uh, Yasin Meria uh, was selected and uh, we did consider that a possibility although I think we didn't give it enough uh, due in the um, in the full-length podcast so uh, here's the story with him he had been out with a cruciate ligament injury from January until June 2022 and oh okay he had recovered by September uh but he wasn't selected for the squad for the uh, September games. However, he did return to the squad for the November games. That was true of the two uh, returning veteran goalkeepers above uh, just coming back for the November games. So uh, interesting to consider what was in the manager's mind. I almost feel like it was a bit of panic uh, bringing back these veterans, you know. Um Anyway, Yassine Mariah uh, making the squad, and that leaves them with uh, five central defenders. And uh, we're not sure uh, whether those uh, late additions, Dylan Braun and Yassine Maria, both uh, experienced veterans, will change uh, change who had been uh, looking like the starting keepers. But let's um, uh, let's review the position. So, like goalkeepers, this too seems to be uh, shifting sands. Uh, with the possibility of veterans coming back in and seizing the position. So we had uh, Aoife and Talby, and they did start the first September friendly together. Uh, but what I mean by we had them was that we had predicted that they would be the starters. And so they were in the first September friendly. We had thought uh, Braun and Maria were uh, off the squad, but uh, Braun did return for the second game in September, starting alongside Talby. And uh, finally, we had noted uh, Gandry was making inroads, and he uh, came back to replace Aoife in the November friendly. That was who Braun had replaced, so Aoife kind of out of the picture there. Uh, but it was a three-man defence, and... Um, Yassine Maria was the third man brought in there. So things changed quite a bit. The long and short of it is that uh, Aoife is, uh, seems to be out there in the recent friendlies. Talby has remained uh, in defence. And, uh, uh, you know, Braun, Maria and Gandry all making appearances, kind of uh, confusing the matter as to who is going to start alongside Talby. Whew, can't believe I got through that. But there we have it. And uh, we'll come back at the end, actually, to discuss starters where we'll probably repeat what I just said. Okay, let's move on to left-backs. And uh, we have definite candidate Ali Abdi and also Ali Malul uh, at the definite level. Two possible candidates in Usama Haddadi and Rami Kaib, And a possible but unlikely candidate, Mohammed Amin Ben Hamida. And uh, of these, the last three that I mentioned were not selected. So Mohammed Amin Ben Hamida, uh, and also possible candidates Usama Haddadi and Rami uh, Kaib not making it, leaving us with Ali Abdi and Ali Malul as the uh, players on the left. And um, oh, uh, both of those making it, by the way. I don't think I said that. And uh, the position rotated amongst all three. That is uh, Abdi, Malul, and Haddadi. Um, but uh, Abdi and Malul always kind of looked more likely than uh, Haddadi. So his non-selection uh, helps to narrow things down a bit, but doesn't... Um, doesn't help us decide a friendly because Abdi and Malul uh, each started one of the friendlies and an out-of-position player started the uh, other recent friendly. So uh, Abdi and uh, Malul, they're the left-backs, and um, we'll try to work out who is the starter uh, at the end of the podcast. Uh, for right-backs, we have a definite candidate Mohamed Drager and a possible candidate um, Hamza Mathluthi, uh, same name as the goalkeeper, so uh, be careful not to confuse them. And uh, a player who seems to be off the squad in Wajdi uh, Keshrida. And uh, the selections there were Mohamed Drager selected, Hamza Mathluthi not selected, so I guess you don't have to worry about that confusion. And uh, Wajdi Keshrida 
uh, brought him from the cold. Uh, he had seemingly been off the squad, uh, last appearing for the national team in November 2021. But yet another player uh, brought back, another kind of veteran brought back. So we should uh, um, kind of cover his bio because we uh, didn't do... Um, uh, players who seem to be off the squad in much detail. So he last appeared uh, for the national team on the bench in November 2021, as I said, uh, had actually only been with the team since 2019, but had earned 18 caps in that time. And uh, he's 27 years old, and he plays for Salernitana uh, in Italy since 21, uh, 2021, having moved from Etoile de Sahel in uh, Tunisia, where he played uh, for five years. Um, he was selected for the African Cup, uh, where he started and finished uh, games one to five, but after that uh, was uh, relegated to the bench. And sorry, uh, that's the African Cup 2019. Um, yeah, so they uh, that game seven would have been a third place match there. And uh, for the 2021 African Cup, he wasn't selected, uh, but that was due to COVID. He had COVID, so not selected there. So Wajdi uh, Kashrida, not too long ago, was firmly part of the squad and then uh, was off, but now making a comeback like uh, so many we've seen. Um, uh, mostly in defence, I should say, so we won't have a lot more of these uh, uh, players coming back. In terms of the position then, uh, Dragger seems to have laid claim to the position and perhaps reaffirmed that by starting two of the three recent friendlies. However, uh, Kesridi, who we know dominated the position in the past, um, was selected, so may uh, pose a challenge for the position, just like the other veterans who are uh, coming back. So interesting decisions uh, here by the manager. Uh, let's move on to defensive midfielders. And um, we're going to begin with uh, the likely candidate for Jani Sathi. And then one player who seems to be off the squad, Mohamed Amin Ben Amour. Uh, and uh, he was not selected. So Mohamed Amin Ben Amour, uh, not there, uh, but for Jani Sathi uh, selected. So We'll come back to him after doing the central midfielders here uh, because we often do them together as their positions overlap. So we have a definite candidate, Anis Ben Slimane and uh, Aisa Leidouni as uh, definite candidates. And we have likely candidates, Mohamed Ali Ben uh, Romdane and uh, Elias Skiri uh, as likely candidate. Possible candidate, Galen Chalali, and uh, possible but unlikely, uh, Mutez Zadem. And Mutez Zadem is the only one among these players who didn't make it. So Anish Ben Slamini and Asa Leiduni, the definite candidates, made it. Ben Romdam and Skiri, the likely candidates, both made it. And Galen Chalali uh, also making it. And um, basically, I'll tell you uh, right here that... Uh, we tried to kind of separate midfield into central, right, and left. But the problem is they, they switch around so much that it ends up being kind of pointless. Uh, and so we decided just to uh, kind of put them all in a clump here and deal with them and, uh, you know, make you aware that they do move around. So moving back to Sassi for Gianni, for example, uh, sometimes yeah, he's not really a defensive midfielder any more than the others. Um, but uh, he, he sometimes plays on the left wing, so very fluid in the midfield there. I will actually, uh, um, uh, yeah, so I'll summarize the uh, positions here. It's really been a mix and match uh, of these players. Uh, but Ben Slimani and Leiduni uh, kind of emerged as the prime candidates uh, by June. So from September, uh, Ben Slimani had given way to Skiri as a central uh as a central midfielder, at least, but Ben Slamini kind of went on to play right attacking midfield. Uh, but Leiduni has remained pretty consistent throughout, and that was the pairing in the final game in November, Skiri and Leiduni. But again, they uh, all kind of appear, so, um, uh, uh, you know, we just kind of 
uh, we get a shuffling of them uh, uh, in the in the cup, and it could be kind of any one of them. But as I said, Leidouni uh, there fairly consistently, and Skiri coming in at the end. Okay, so when we talk about left midfielders here, um, yeah, we do have a category for left midfielders, but I'll just say that we moved them all because all of the left midfielders were actually attacking midfielders. So uh, Yusuf Nsakni, the captain, uh, was uh, is coded as a left midfielder, but we moved him to left winger position. We moved Wabi Kasri, uh, to attacking midfield and Saif Adin uh, Kawi, we moved to the right winger because that's where they play. So I'll just summarize the left midfield uh, position, uh, although we have no uh, players to talk about here. Um, and the players, uh, uh, yes, okay, um, we moved them all. Uh, yes, and if you think about it, uh, the more defensive left midfielders in a 4-3-3 position will kind of play across the middle, and these players we're talking about uh, uh, playing more on the uh, on the uh, forward uh, end of that 4-3-3. Um, okay, so let's move on to those forwards. Um, we're going to uh, combine left wingers and left attacking midfielders here. And, uh, yeah, right midfield is, is the same as left midfield there. So uh, the actual winger position has been rarely used. I'll just say that right now. So the players we're going to talk about here, though coded as left wingers, uh, tend to play left attacking midfielder and left forward. So let's take a look at these candidates. And we have... Uh, uh, I don't have it on the graphic. Uh, definite candidates, though, in... Um, let me uh, grab... <laughs> i got to grab a graphic to say that they're definite. Okay, Naeem Slithy and uh, Yusuf Nsakni, uh, the two definite candidates. And we go all the way down to players who seem to be off the squad with Ali Youssef and Sebastian uh, Tunekdi. And neither of those plays made it, uh, Youssef or Tunekti, so we'll remove them from the list, leaving us with Naeem Slitty and Youssef and Sakni. So I'll summarize that position by saying uh, Slitty kind of played in the upper left quadrant in the middle, uh, oh, sorry, in the early part of the period, but he has played in other positions since. And in the second half, Nsakni kind of dominated that left attacking midfielder slash left forward uh, position. Okay, on the right side, um, we have moved uh, Fierce Ben Larby here. He's uh, coded as an attacking midfielder, but plays more as a right uh, right attacking midfielder or right forward. Uh, but he's only a possible candidate along with Elias Achuri. And then we have one possible but unlikely candidate in uh, Fakhreddin Ben Youssef. And in fact, none of these players made the squad. Uh, they had only been at the possible or possible but unlikely level. And we're going to find actually that the, the players who did play uh, right wing are uh, attacking midfielders or, or forwards who we're going to look at soon. So again, um, uh, the right winger position itself not used uh, that much. Okay, let's move on to those uh, attacking midfielders and forwards. And we have them kind of uh, grouped in a bigger category of forwards. And so we'll start with attacking midfielders. And here we have a likely candidate, uh, Wabi Kasri and Hannibal Mejbri. We have a possible candidate, Hamza Rafia. And um, we uh, have three uh, possible but unlikely candidates in Saad Baguir and uh, Murtadha Ben Oanes and Saif Adin Kawi. And finally, we have the re retired Yasin uh, Chikawi, who I think we covered in the full-length podcast, but we're not going to talk about him here because he was not selected. And in fact, none of the possible but unlikely candidates were selected. So we remove uh, Saad Bakwir, uh, Mortada Ben Uanis, and uh, Saif Adin Kawi uh, from the list. And in fact, even the possible candidate uh, Rafia, uh, sorry, Hamza Rafia 
not selected. So we're really whittling things down here and are left with just the two likely candidates, Wabi Kasri and Hannibal Mejbri. So let's summarize the position. Uh, and in fact, the central attacking midfield role uh, does not exist in the 4-3-3 formation. So we rarely uh, see that role used. Uh, Wabi Kasri sometimes plays as a right forward, uh, but recently it's been uh, central midfielder Ben Sliman uh, Slimani or Slimane, I'm not sure, uh, playing in that role. And uh, Kasri uh, has been playing as a centre forward or elsewhere on the field. He's always moved around a lot. But I should say he's only played about half the games, which is why we had him as a likely candidate uh, in the first place. Actually, we probably would have put him as a, uh, uh, a likely candidate based solely on his recent sorry, a possible uh, candidate based solely on his recent participation. But it's Wabi Kasri, so uh, we think, um, you know, that kind of moves him up a notch, I guess. Um, okay, and uh, so, yeah, Wabi Kasri kind of in and out, though. And uh, Mejbri played the right attacking midfield role in the November game. I like Hannibal Mejbri. Uh, uh, he kind of made a good impression on me in the African Cup there. So I'm hoping to see him on the field. Anyway, uh, let's move on. We have one candidate as a secondary striker, and I guess we could uh, consider him more like an attacking midfielder. That's uh, Isam Jabali, and uh, he did make the squad. Uh, Isam Jabali. Uh, and uh, we'll come... Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I'm sorry, Wabi Kazri and Hannibal Mejbri. I hadn't uh, highlighted in green. Okay, and finally we move on to forwards. So we have a definite candidate in uh, Safadin Jaziri and a likely candidate in Taha Yassin Kanisi, and then three players who seem to be off the squad, uh, uh, Firas uh, Chauat. Um, I think it should be illegal to have five vowels in a row in somebody's name, but there was a... Uh, it was a Tunisian goalkeeper or uh, from that area of North Africa, one goalkeeper who had seven uh, vowels in a row in his name. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm an English teacher, so uh, I just I just can't have it. You just can't have that many vowels in a row. Anyway, Chow, uh, Firas Chow gets away with that, uh, but he doesn't get away with uh, being selected for the cup. So, um we remove him from the list. Nabil Nakmi is another, uh, seems to be off the squad and he wasn't selected. And finally, Johan Tuskar, uh, not selected, but we do have a note on him. Uh, he had an ankle injury, which he picked up in early October. And he actually did play uh, for five minutes in the early November. Uh, no, that was not for the national team. That was for his, his club. Uh, but he went straight back onto the injury list with the same ankle injury. Uh, but we had him as a uh, seemingly off-the-squad candidate anyway, so I'm sure that uh, won't upset the uh, Tunisian uh, um, system that much. So we're left with uh, just two uh, forwards here, Saifedin Jaziri and uh, Taha Yasin Kanisi, and of course uh, Wabi Kazri kind of figuring among them. So let's summarize the position. Uh, Jaziri looked like he was securing a position uh, uh, after the African Cup uh, games, but um, the recent friendlies in September and November kind of showed the truth of it. And the truth of it was that uh, Kazri, Jaziri and Kanisi each played one of the three games. So uh, that kind of rotation being very, uh, very much the system for Tunisia, making it hard to kind of pin down a starter. Or maybe the truth is there is no starter and um, uh, and they will rotate. Uh, so we'll have to see. Okay, that finishes the player-by-player player section. And now let's move on to uh, some statistics. So uh, we begin, uh, and, and we did the statistics for the... Uh, uh, we did these statistics for the uh, squad as a whole uh, when we introduced kind of all the candidates. Now we're doing it just for the uh, top 26 players. So the average age on the squad is uh, 27.9, and uh, that is uh, high. And uh, actually, no surprise, as we saw, they brought in uh, four veterans, uh, basically. 
uh, uh, raising the average age of the squad. Uh, the average overall, um, and I've done more than two thirds of the teams now, is uh, 27. So uh, 27.9, very high. However, you know, ironically, they only have uh, one player who's over 33 years old, and uh, that's the goalkeeper they brought back. Uh, Eamon Matluthi, so he's 38 years old, but beyond that, uh, uh, the next young, the next oldest player is 32. However, they do have um, uh, eight players. Well, I'll actually show the graphic here uh, eight players who are um, 32, uh, uh, over 30 years old. Again, that's not very old, and uh, um, no problem there. So, actually, uh, an interesting age structure there at the other end. Uh, we have two players who are uh, 22 or younger, and uh, that is uh, Anis Ben Slimane uh, or Slimane and uh, Hannibal Medjbri, uh, both of them um, under 22. Um, so, yeah, that's the spread of ages. We won't talk too much about that. Uh, let's move on to average caps, and that is 37.9. And the average uh, among all the teams is 34.2, so slightly above average in terms of uh, experience. And uh, the most uh, veteranish uh, player is, um, oops, the most veteran player is uh, uh, the captain, um, Msakni, Yusuf Msakni. And uh, he has 88 caps. We have uh, Ali Malou with 83 and Frajani Sati with 78. We'll just give the top three there. But we have quite a few players in the 60s and 70s. At the other end, uh, we only have two players with less than 10 caps, uh, although we do have uh, uh, three players who have just 10 caps. Uh, but uh, uh, Nadir Gandhi, the central defender there with eight caps, and Eamon Darman, uh, the uh, goalkeeper challenging for a starting position uh, with just five caps. And we did mention that those new goalkeepers don't have a lot of caps. In fact, I don't see uh, the other goalkeeper here. So um, anyway, I, I'm just going to move on. Uh, let's talk about total goals. And they have uh, 105 goals among them. And... Uh, uh, the total goals per cap is 10.7. This is a little statistic that we uh, came up with uh, in order to compare teams. So total goals, 105 is uh, quite low. The average is 119.1. And the average goals per cap is 13.5. Uh, so Tunisia's 10.7 uh, uh, is, is uh, also quite low. Uh, though there are teams uh, lower, below 10%. Uh, who struggle more to score goals. Uh, but uh, a bit of a struggle for Tunisia to get goals here. Let's look at who is getting their goals. And we have Wabi Kasri at the top uh, in terms of uh, goal ratio with uh, 24 goals in 72 games. So that is one goal every three games or 33%. And actually the, uh, the forward... Safadine Jaziri is slightly higher with 10 goals in 29 games, or 34%. Uh, but the next highest then is uh, um, a few players at 20%. So Yusuf and Sakni there, uh, Issam Jabali, the, the secondary striker, and uh, interesting, Ali Abdi, uh, the defender. Uh, so, yeah, so a bit of a struggle getting goals. 33% for a forward is, uh, you know, is okay. That's uh, decent, but not uh, impressive. And, uh, um, you know, they're not, they are getting goals from some other players on the field, but not, uh, not that much. So uh, maybe need to uh, uh, try to up their uh, goals in order to do well. Uh, okay, let's move on to the summary section of the podcast. So we'll begin with uh, surprise, uh, notable non-selections. And actually, we don't have anybody in that category. So we'll move on to surprise inclusions. And that's made up basically of the veterans who were called back at the very end there. Goalkeeper Eamon Mathluthi and goalkeeper Muez Hassan. And also central defenders uh, Dylan Braun and... Uh, um, no, we didn't put um, uh, we didn't put 
uh, Maria in this list because he had been out injured. So it shouldn't have been as much as a surprise to us as it was. Uh, it was a long-term injury, but uh, we should have... Uh, well, we did actually say he was a possibility, but again, we didn't emphasize it enough. Uh, Wajdi Kashrida, though, the uh, right back, uh, another uh, of those veterans surprisingly brought back. Uh, next category is new players, but we don't have any players that were added to the list uh, beyond those veterans uh, who, who uh, uh, we didn't cover in the previous podcast because they had been off the squad. Uh, let's go with an update on injuries. And actually, this is where uh, Yassine Mariah should be. So we have him as recovered from uh, uh, his cruciate ligament injury and back on the squad. So it'll be interesting to see whether he makes a bid for uh, recovering his starting position. Uh, we also have uh, Taha Yassine Kanisi. Uh, we'll put him in this category as recovered from an injury. But what he really recovered from was a doping ban from October 2020 to January 2022. So he returned in March and has been back for a while, the forward. But um, uh, uh, yeah, Taha Yassin Kanisi uh, serving out his time uh, on that ban. Uh, we have the next category for injuries is injury doubts. So that's players who are kind of coming into the tournament injured, but they were still kept on the roster. We don't have anyone on Tunisia fitting into that category. Players dropped due to injury. Uh, the only one we have uh, here is uh, uh, goalkeeper Farouk ben, Mustu, uh, ben Mustafa. Um, and he had a cruciate ligament injury from the June games uh, going forward. However, he did uh, kind of recover in time for, for uh, to be selected for the cup. So we're kind of thinking um, that the injury really didn't play a role in his non-selection and that he simply uh, wasn't selected again. Uh, they have uh, quite a few goalkeepers to choose from. And finally, uh, injured but not a strong candidate. And we mentioned during the podcast, Johan Tuzgar. But uh, again, he uh, was was pretty much off the squad. And uh, we talked about him earlier on. So we're ready to move on to uh, predicted starters here. So I have reposted uh, the list from above and removed the... Uh, the highlights that had shown whether they that they were on the squad. Now the highlights will mean uh, that we see them as starters. So uh, we do see Jalal Kadri, the manager, as a starter. Uh, so uh, goalkeepers, the candidates are Bashir Ben Saeed and Eamon Daman and uh, Muez Hassan and Eamon Mathluthi. Uh, and we had, uh, in the previous podcast, nominated by Ben Saeed as a starter. But maybe we should have been a bit more doubtful when uh, Eamon Darman came in for those June games. Now it actually looks like Darman is in favour based on the evidence of the recent friendlies in September and November. Uh, but we wouldn't be surprised if it switched back to Ben Saeed. And actually, uh, we're beginning to wonder if it's more uh, Tunisia's strategy to uh, rotate players because we're going to see in a lot of the positions that uh, two players are kind of equally playing at two or more players. So uh, uh, we kind of tentatively stick with Ben Saeed here. Uh, no, 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 we're going to put them as uh, rotating or it could mean that either one is possible. But who knows what role the two returning veterans might play. I suggested that they uh, might be almost goalkeeping coaches, but uh, you never know. Uh, they might actually uh, start themselves. Okay, central defenders. We have Montessar Talbi and Bilal Ifa, uh, Nader Gandri, Dylan Braun and Yassine Maria. But all of them kind of have a claim to be the starter. Um, uh, we uh, we were uh, we went with Talbi and Ifa. It looked that way in June uh, that they would be the two starters, but uh, our our ideas got blown up there. Uh, it looks as if Talbi uh, will be a starter, so we're going to stick with that one. But Ifa uh, was replaced uh, in the recent friendlies. 
and uh, really it could be any one of the other four, uh, Gandhi, Braun or Maria, uh, all have a good bid. I, I personally think it's going to be Braun, but I don't really have, uh, that's not really an evidence-based comment, so uh, I won't put it down here. But uh, effectively all of those players uh, in yellow, uh, well, maybe I'll do that just for a bit of fun. Uh, it could be any one of them. Never know with uh, Tunisia. Okay, uh, left backs, we have Ali uh, Abdi and Ali Malul. And uh, the position rotated, as I said, among Abdi, Malul and Hadadi, who was not selected. Um, but then uh, Abdi and Malul each started one of the recent friendlies and an out-of-position player uh, started the other. So we didn't get any light shed on that. So we have to put them as kind of equally possible uh, perhaps rotating, or uh, perhaps it means uh, one will be selected, but we don't know who it is. Uh, for right-backs, we have candidates Mohamed Drager and uh, Wajdi Kashrida. And in that position, we have nominated Drager as the starter. That seemed pretty clear uh, in June, but then veteran Kashrida's return who himself had been a starter in the past, uh, could offer a challenge. But we're going to be bold and stick with uh, Mohamed Draga as the starter there. Uh, okay, defensive midfielders. Um, we have uh, Furjani Sassi. And uh, um, after a string of starts in June, we felt uh, uh Sassi was working his way into a starting position. However, he started only one of the recent games and then was on the bench for the other two. So we have to view him as a sometime starter uh, here. And uh, that's very much the case in the central midfielder uh, with players rotating in and out. Uh, for central midfielders, again, in the previous podcast, the full-length podcast, we had nominated Ben Slimane and uh, Leidouni as the starters. But uh, we did note that Ben Slimane was increasingly starting as a right attacking midfielder. Uh, Leidouni has remained fairly consistent, so we, we are going to nominate him as a starter. But it was actually uh, scary uh, in the recent friendlies uh, coming in. And so uh, we're tempted to nominate him as a starter too. And we will, because they're really kind of our three positions uh, uh, in the midfield. They usually go with the 4-3-3. Uh, as to uh, who the third one will be, again, it could be any one of these. Um, it could be Ben Romdane or Galen Chilali. Uh, I personally think uh, Galen Chilali is a bit more possible than uh, Ben Romdane, but uh, uh, we can't be sure. But we'll just leave it blank for now. Um, okay, left and right midfielders, there are no candidates. Uh, the left winger, left attacking midfielder, kind of the uh, uh, attacking left quadrant of the field. Uh, we have uh, Naeem Slitty and Yusuf Msakni. So uh, we did have Slitty as a starter, though not necessarily in this position. So he moved out of this position to make way for Msakni, uh, but he continued to start in other positions. So we're going to nominate uh, Slitty as a starter. And Msakni uh, does seem to hold down this, this left attacking position now. So uh, we're going to uh, regard them both as starters. Okay, in the forward position, uh, we start with attacking midfield. Oh, hang on, we didn't do uh, right wingers. Well, there are no candidates here because it's attacking midfielders and forwards who play this position. So we, it'll be one of the players uh, we're talking about upcoming here. Uh, for attacking midfielders, we have Wabi Kasri and Hannibal Mejbri. And uh, Wabi Kasri, as I said, only starts about half the time, or at least in the period that we've just covered. Uh, which is only from the uh, 2022 African Cup in January to uh, um, now to November of this year. Uh, but um, honestly, we can only consider him a sometime starter, although um, I wouldn't be surprised if fans are surprised by that and it turns out we're dead wrong. But just going on the evidence that we have, a sometime starter. Uh, we did note that Mesbury started the most recent game 
But uh, Ben Slimani has a firmer grip on the position uh, of attacking midfielder, uh, but not enough to call uh, him a starter either. But we are going to go back and say Ben Slimani will be a sometime starter because uh, uh, he plays in central and attacking midfield. Unfortunately, Hannibal Medjbri, who I hope gets onto the field, uh, we see as just a substitute. Okay, and uh, secondary striker Isam uh, Jabali is not a starter, but uh, a, a substitute. And uh, forwards, um, sorry, I just got to get back to my spot here. Uh, forwards, uh, okay, so we had nominated Jaziri as the starter, but his grip was always a bit tenuous uh, in the face of Kasri and uh, Kanisi. Uh, uh, all three of them started one of the recent friendlies. I think that decision was made by the manager solely to confuse me. Uh, anyway, it was uh, all three of them in the recent friendlies. Kasri in the most recent November game. Perhaps I'm taking things a little too personally there. Anyway, it could be any one of them. Uh, but this really could be a position that is rotated and, uh, you know, a starting co a position up for grabs to, uh, to whoever shows form by putting the ball into the net. So uh, we do kind of uh, genuinely consider this one a rotating position. So uh, uh, we will highlight Jaziri, Kanithi, and we already had Wabi Kazri uh, highlighted in yellow. So yes, I know that seems very uh, kind of indecisive, but really, uh, you know, the evidence kind of does point towards rotation or uh, kind of uh, doesn't point towards a clear starter. All right, well, we're finishing the uh, media cast with uh, some closing thought. And rather than discussing their uh, prospects all again, as we did in the team podcast, uh, we're going to focus on the question, does the selection change our opinion of their chances uh, in this cup? And the answer is uh, no, uh, uh, there's not a lot of changes here. Uh, a few players, uh, veterans brought back, which was a surprise, but uh, that's probably for the better. Um, the the fact that we don't really know who's starting, uh, uh, I don't think that really makes a big difference. And uh, so, no, we give them the same chances that, uh, that we had given them uh, in the past. And that actually is a, kind of a struggling chance uh, to pass the group stage. So... Uh, Tunisia will do very well to pass the group stage here and uh, let's see how they do in the cup all right well that brings us to the end of this podcast so please keep an eye on us at Soccer Files Canada that is Soccer Files with a PH in the middle and an S at the end and uh, actually you can uh, begin your navigation with the show notes we have uh, we have links to our website and previous podcasts and we're now working on playlists on YouTube so that you can uh, check out the whole category. For example, you see all of the update podcasts in one place or all of the player podcasts in one place, something like that. So we hope that makes it easier for you and that you'll keep watching our media cast. Meanwhile, see you and we hope we'll see you for the next team that we cover. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you.